Crystal Craven, a singer, a songwriter, and a worship leader who's passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. This week, we are going to focus on the woman that had the discharge of blood and the miracle that happened in between when Jairus had come to Jesus and when Jesus went and healed his daughter. Luke 8, 42-48 says, As Jesus went, the people pressed around him, and there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for twelve years, and though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment, and immediately her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, Who was it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surround you and are pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I perceived that power has gone out from me. And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been healed immediately. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Could you imagine having an illness for 12 years and despite spending a fortune on doctors, only ending up poor and still ill? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she even spent money on snake oil knowing that it just might be snake oil simply because after suffering so long, you really just become desperate to try anything that can help. And honestly, I can relate to this woman's situation and the feeling of desperation as years just go on and doctor's help just proves completely unsuccessful. And sometimes you just don't really want to hope anymore because it means that you're not going to be let down. But this woman placed her hope in the right place when she decided to go to Jesus. Now, there's this issue of, you know, is it an unclean touch? You know, this woman undoubtedly had heard about Jesus and the miracles of healing that he had been performing for other people because when he came into town, she seemed determined to get to him. Now, according to Leviticus, Uh, to touch Jesus wouldn't have actually made him unclean since Leviticus 15 outlines that if um, someone were to touch the bed or where the woman sat, you know, the woman who had an unclean um, discharge of blood, that they would then be unclean and need to wash themselves in their clothes and be unclean until evening. But it only specifies the bed or where she sits. But regardless of whether or not that Um, her touching him in any way would have made Jesus ceremonially unclean in the process, the outcome would just simply have been that he would wash his body in his clothes and be ceremonially unclean until evening. Now, this is important to note because there was no sin that would have been imputed upon Jesus regardless of whether or not um, touching the fringe of his garment would have made him unclean ceremonially or not. Now, The traditions of those times do appear to have taught that even to touch anything, you know, that the woman with discharge of blood had touched would make them unclean. Um, So this probably meant that this woman lived in isolation 
for the last 12 years, you know, as she sought healing from these many physicians who couldn't heal her. The act of going into this crowd just to touch the friends of fringe of Jesus's garment shows a great amount of faith and hope in the great physician that Jesus is. I mean, she believed that if she could just touch the fringe of his garment, that she would be healed. And her faith, that assurance of the healing that she hoped for, gave her that strength to venture into the crowd, even though she knew she was unclean, because she was going there to get to Jesus. Now, it is really interesting that the power left Jesus without him actively trying to heal her. It was the Father's will to heal this woman in accordance to to her faith. And Jesus, I mean, even though he's the Son of God, he was still human, and he was the vessel in which the Father chose to heal his daughter. I mean, similarly, we read in Acts, um, in Acts 19, Um, that God was doing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul so that even handkerchiefs or aprons that had touched his skin were carried away to the sick and their diseases left them and the evil spirits came out of them. That's Acts 19 verses 11 um, and 12. Now, this doesn't mean that we can like in any way steal a healing, you know, or miracles from God. Uh, But just as Jesus and Paul were willing vessels for God's glory, we too can be used in ways that we might not even realize if we're willing. But let's get back to the woman. You know, lastly, this woman began her journey into the crowd. Uh, She was determined, but she was also timid. And she was probably hoping that she would just touch the fringe of Jesus' garment, get healed, and be on her way without anyone even noticing Yet, because Jesus was determined to have a personal encounter with her, she actually ended up getting to declare in the presence of all the people that she was sick and she was healed by touching the fringe of Jesus' garment. And she got to hear directly from Jesus that her faith had made her well and that he, you know, as he sent her off in peace. So she came to Jesus sick and desperate, but she left well and in peace. Now, I can't tell you that if you're also facing physical illness, that God will heal you. You know, I really wish that that were the case. I wish I could tell you that, but we can't always know why God may choose to heal some and not others. And I mean, I, I feel this on a personal level because I haven't been healed yet either. However, When it comes to your spiritual state, you can know that if you go to Jesus sick and desperate, you know, in that state of sin, he will heal you and he will keep you in his perfect peace as you stay your mind on him because you trust him. Unlike, you know, back in those days when Jesus was here on earth, we have full access to him right now, anytime, any place. And we can talk to him and seek his healing in our lives. And when you do find healing in Jesus, I want to encourage you, declare it to everyone and then go in peace. Now, I have shared this song before. I'm pretty sure I have. But I want to share a song with you that I wrote um, when I got to that point of 
I, I mean, I desperately want to be healed, you know, of my physical illnesses, but at the same time, God is good regardless of whether he chooses to heal or not. And so I wrote this song at a place where I am choosing to be okay if God doesn't heal me, but I'm still going to pray in Jesus' name that he does. And just focusing on his goodness and who he is, regardless of what he may or may not do healing-wise. So I hope it encourages you.
blogs, written devotionals, and more originally written songs, visit crystalcravenmusic.com. And that's Crystal with a K.